up close with Carlos Sang, celebrating art, entertainment and the human spirit. Uh, welcome to another episode of Up Close with Carlos Sang. My next guest is about to appear as Nancy in Leeds Playhouse's production of Oliver. She has previously been seen in productions of Ghost the Musical, Berlusconi, and was also in the previous production of Oliver as well. So um, it's a huge delight to be able to introduce the wonderful Jenny Fitzpatrick. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Ah, thanks for having me. Pleased to be here. Yeah, yeah. So um, you previously worked in Leeds for Aladdin Unit, which when it was the West Yorkshire Playhouse, you know, what was it that made you want to come back to Leeds Playhouse for Oliver? Oh, it's the most delightful building, like Aladdin. God, yeah, that was, oh my gosh, that was about 13 years ago now. Um, It's just an absolutely delightful place to be, especially over Christmas. The building itself is just, it's got so many activities and you've got the courtyard, you've got the quarry theatre and both of the productions are always really high standard. Um, I think when I did it back then, I think they were doing Scrooge or Christmas Carol mm. and it just was an amazing building to be in. And at Christmas, it's so Christmassy and everyone's really friendly. There's always loads of kids about. It's brilliant. Yeah, mm. I mean, Leeds is such a vibrant city, as you're saying. And it's great to see that Leeds Playhouse is still such an active producing house. You know, how would you describe you know, Leeds audiences and how has it been working up there so far? So far, oh, it's brilliant. It's been what's so good as well is you get so many different sort of regional shows that sort of come in as well and tour here. Um, it's very accessible. They do a lot of, a lot of things for... Like there's a show on at the moment, which is a mix of deaf actors and hearing actors, I think. And they do lots of accessibility type shows as well. And an amazing relaxed performance that they do, which is one of the things I really remember from before. It just was the most rewarding performance I think I did here. So I'm looking forward to doing that here as well. Yeah. And Leeds is an area. It's amazing. There's just so much to do. There's... It's there's something to see everywhere. The shops are great, which is dangerous when there's a break. But <laughs> so that'll be interesting for Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the perfect time to be up there. Um, I know you previously um, played Rose as well in Rupert Gold's Oliver in Drury Lane. Um, you know, a while. The Rose back. Cellar, yeah. That yeah. was yeah, in two thousand and nine. And actually, so I was um the Rose Cellar, but I was the I was second cover Nancy, and I never actually got to go on. So oh. it feels very much full circle being able to do it now. Yeah, did you ever, did you always want to, you know, play Nancy as well, you know, yeah. going forwards? Yeah, literally, Nancy for me, as an alto singer as well, Nancy has always been like a dream role ever since like drama school. So then when um, they did it as a reality show, I was like, oh, no, I don't want to go. I didn't want to go on a reality show. So I didn't want to audition that way. So then when I spoke to my agent about coming in to audition for cover, back then I was like 100% would love to. Um, and that was with the lovely Jodie Prenger was playing it. You know, Tamsin Carroll was the alternate. So I just learned from some amazing actors who are now very dear friends of mine. So then when I finished that job, I sort of said to my agent, you know what, if it ever comes back, I'd love to do it again. So it's been amazing that I can. And the guy that's playing Bill Sykes, Chris Bennett, was also in that production and was second cover Bill Sykes. So we did our rehearsals together back then. And now we both get to play it. Oh, wow. That's so cool. You know, yeah. how things come back around. Yeah, absolute full circle. So it's delightful to be able to do it again in such a different reimagined version of it, which makes it just brilliant. It's so creative being able to do it from a complete different perspective. And James Brining's visions of this are superb ways I'd not thought of certain bits of the dialogue and the characters. He's got a real amazing vision. So very excited. 
Yeah, James Browning, he definitely seems like a really exciting you know, up-and-coming director as well. You know, I think it's great that, you know, Leeds have him. You know, what have those conversations been like on, you know, um, reimagining Oliver, which is, you know, already such a well-known piece? Yeah, well, I mean, we all very much, it's been such a collaborative piece and like rehearsal process, which has been great. And so you've got James Browning directing it, you've got Colin um, designing it as well. And the design, which I won't spoil too much for when people come and see, it's just, it's completely different to any version I've seen done before, which is amazing especially when you have done it before it's it's lovely to come in with fresh eyes and a fresh perspective so that it is a complete different experience and James is very collaborative he wants everybody's input all the time and he encourages he encourages um your opinions and the organic process of it which has been an absolute delight again to be fair um he goes very much into the psychology of each character, which is so helpful. And all of these characters are so beautifully complex, you know, especially Nancy, that it's an absolute joy as an actor to play, really. Yeah, of course, I can imagine. Um, one of the things I'm finding really exciting as well about this upcoming production is that you'll be playing in the round as well. Um, you know, how uh, is that a particularly exciting or a challenging prospect for you as well as an actor performing for audiences all around you? Scary is the word. <laughs> Very scary. No, it's, um, I hadn't realised before when they said it's going to be in the round, I was like, yeah, that's fine. I've done that before. And then I, when I broke it down, I was like, oh, actually, I've only done it in the round for plays. I hadn't done a musical in the round. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely challenging um, as an actor and as a director, I feel, and as a designer, I think, for Colin. But it's, what it does do is bring a real community vibe to the piece. It makes it, even though it isn't immersive, it gives that immersive feel. And Oliver, at the heart of, of Oliver, in my opinion, it's so much about community. So it just, knowing that there's somebody around you at any point, especially for the numbers like Consider Yourself and, you know, the, some of the market scenes where it is like busy and vibrant, just knowing that you've got people on every side, I think it's going to be a real experience for the audience. I think they're going to really feel part of it, which is exciting so yeah yeah absolutely i feel like we don't get many shows in the round as well and definitely not many musicals in the round so it's definitely yeah. something quite unique yeah it's lovely so i know i encourage people when they're booking tickets to to get the seats that are on the stage as well because it's it's been directed and choreographed by lucy hines so brilliantly and perfectly actually that i feel like wherever you are in the venue you get a good experience of what the piece we're trying to tell is yeah, yeah. Isn't there Joe Goodwin also involved as well in the college? Yeah, she is the amazing Joe. Um, so they're an amazing team, the the three of them. So, you know, with Lucy, Joe, and Landal, our dance captain, you can the three of them are just they bring such a brilliant energy to the room, especially because we're such a mix of adults and kids. I think there's right, hang on, there we get right. There's 19 adults and there's 38 kids. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a busy room. <laughs> And there's there's some numbers that literally the whole cast are in, bar three I think is the biggest number, and the how they've choreographed it and they bounce off each other. Lucy and Joe, they're they're a brilliant collaborative team. Um, they bounce off each other, and it's great seeing how they work and their creative minds. And again, they are very open to ideas and stuff from the company. So it's fantastic company. Like every single person has got such an input to the piece that we're creating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 38 kids is a lot of kids. And how, has, a lot been, of kids. how has it been working with you know, so many children around you? I love it. I think I'm the biggest kid out of all of us, to be fair. <laughs> There's so many times where they're trying to keep the kids quiet and I'm the one that's probably riled them up. So <laughs> it's like, 
sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're great. And I think what's so nice is that as actors, I think slightly generalizing, but as you get older, I think that sort of that um you analyze more, you process what you're doing more, and you have to make more choices with your acting choices are more choices. And I think with the kids and the young the young adults, they're um the young actors are very organic and their innocence and natural reactions is beautiful to work opposite yeah you know we've got we've got three teams we've got three olivers and three dodgers and whichever one we mix we mix them in and out all the time so we all get used to being with with each other and it's such a different natural energy from every single one of them they all bring something really special to the piece that yeah. it's it's really exciting and it's never the same twice which is brilliant yeah, it's really great to see that Oliver is coming back, and you've got such a great company. Um, yeah. What, yeah. Why do you think um, Oliver has been able to you know stay so popular you know, for so long over the years? I think it's still so relatable, which is a uh, you know it's um, there's still so many issues within the piece that are so prevalent today. Still, whether it be um, even with like the class system and things like that, one of the things that we've spoken a lot about within this piece is that. You know, you've got your your Nancys and your and your um, Dodgers and the Fagan and the Bill Sykes that live in this working class sort of community. Um, you walk around the corner, or you go sort of ten minutes down the road, and you're in Bloomsbury, where you've got the Brownlows and so much money. So it's the fact that these are still issues in today's society, where people are struggling so much for money, and then literally ten minutes down the road, there's so much. You know, they're so well off and everything. Bearing in mind that what Dickens wrote this in what 1838 I think it is if my knowledge, knowledge is right it's like 1838 he wrote that the film was in what 1968 and we're in 2023 now and those issues are still things that we have to think about today mm. is madness really something you thought it would have sort of evened out by now mm. but it's and at the heart of the story is you know it's about love it's about loyalty it's about community and they're all things that everybody can relate to you know in every single walk of life yeah. so I think that's why it still works and it's that you know Oliver's journey ultimately is about um, looking for love and a place to call home a place of belonging and I think a majority of people have at some point in their life been in that position you know where they just they just want to feel they want a place that they can call home or yeah it explores that in most of the characters, if not every character in this production, you know, has their own journey of um, love and loyalty and looking for a place of belonging. So I, I personally find it really relatable. So it's, yeah, so I think that's why, and as well, because it's got amazing tunes in it. So <laughs> it's got yeah. the songs, everybody knows the songs already, don't they? So it's, it's lovely. I think people will feel um, like they want to just join in and sing along when some of the some of the bangers come on. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a great piece, as you say, and it's got all those you know really important themes. Mm. Uh, was there much in Nancy which you could see in yourself too? Yeah, there was, you know, and I think it's, I think that whole sense of again, that's without repeating myself, that sense of belonging and just wanting to feel content with what they with what she has and everything being I'm a Londoner anyway as well so that's always good to play uh, like a London track as well and I think it's just that thing of she's so loyal and she just she fights for the things she believes in she's um beautifully complex and 
you know, I I feel I personally, as an an older woman, feel very re- relatable to those themes that Nancy sort of has. You know, especially family is such an important thing for me, and choosing your own family also is very important to me. I've got lots of friends that are family, and I feel at the heart of Nancy, that's what it is. And um, her chosen family, you know, be it be it Fagan, be it Sykes, be it Dodger and Betts, you know, her relationship with Bet is really beautiful and I feel that I can bring a lot of my own elements of my friendships and my family values into this part yeah absolutely um it's interesting you know, it's such a heartwarming family piece um and it's interesting because um earlier in this year I came to see you in Berlusconi which is kind of like the complete opposite of that Berlusconi the musical yeah slightly yeah. different part <laughs> yeah I mean what was it that um drew you to that show as well the music absolutely joyous I did the workshops for it a couple of years ago um and the team of people that worked on it were so passionate and so um driven and it was the most delightful week learning all the music and I remember saying at the time I was like if this comes if this comes in I'd love to do it and it did go it went to the Southwark Playhouse Elephant the new one which was it was it's great doing a new venue and everything and it's very much it had a feel um it's got a kind of feel of the Donmar which was kind of what they're going for um and musically I just thought it was absolutely fantastic it was a sung through show um I mean got to sing with Emma Hatton and and Sally Ann Triplett which was an absolute delight and it was a very strong female heavy piece which was lovely led by Sebastian Tokia who was Berlusconi and who's again the most delightful actor that I've had the joy of working with so it was um we came, yeah, we were very much a team on that show because we had no idea how it was going to go down. <laughs> but it was um, it was interesting. And for me, I will always champion new writing. I think it's so important. It's lovely doing Oliver and it's lovely. And what I love about doing Oliver is that it's such a reimagined version of it that it feels like a new piece of writing. Mm. Um, just with even how Toby Higgins has done the music, how James has done the direction, how Lucy's done the choreography. It feels like a a new piece of writing um but Berlusconi it excited me not knowing what anybody was gonna think but it was it was brilliant and I still um the writing of it the musical elements were fantastic there were some real amazing tunes in it and I think I hope that it has another life somewhere mm-hmm. you know I don't know I'm not sure where they are with it but um hopefully it does I'm glad you got to see it yeah I I actually really liked it you know it sort of like tickled yeah. me you know it made me laugh yeah. in a lot of moments and it made me think as well you know a lot of the political you know parallels of today too. yeah well Berlusconi unfortunately was kind of like the handbook for people like Donald Trump and then some so it's um yeah make of that what you will but it's yeah it, it's a scary it's a scary thing that um is so that that story is so current right now especially in America so it's you know it was interesting hearing people's opinions and people were very angry watching it um if they felt quite triggered watching it the Italian audiences which we had so many nights where it was pretty much full Italian audiences it was incredible because the the jokes landed the irony landed um interestingly uh when it was a more of a UK audience how the vibe in the theatre was different yeah. So as an actor, that was interesting as well, because it was so close. You practically, my character in, in particular was in and out amongst the audience constantly. So it was, um, 
it was an interesting energy every night. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It was such a, it was a, it was a show full of energy, you know, as you say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you know much about Berlusconi before you started too? No, before I started, bare minimums, I knew obviously the sort of um, links to football and I knew, um, I'd heard about the Bunga Bunga parties and things like that. But all in all, not really. So doing that research was like mind boggling. It literally just... And for me, every time I researched anything on him, I was like, oh my gosh, that's Donald Trump. Oh my gosh, that's like Donald Trump, yeah. everything. And so I think in that sense, it was easy to understand because we'd witnessed it happening in the media, I guess, with Donald Trump. And then scarily, again, how much the issues in Berlusconi are issues here as well in the UK, you know, with how, particularly in how females are, are treated in certain workplaces and not respected and taken advantage of things like that so it was brilliant to try and it, it felt important to tell the correct story especially within my part of pharma that I was playing um you I wanted to get it correct mm. you know in the same way again it's that whole thing of with any type of abuse or abuse of power again it's better quite a few of the roles I've played um as a female are um often there's an element of that which is interesting, be it Farmer, um, Tina Turner, and Nancy as well, how the sort of abusive elements within Oliver, which are done very tastefully, and it, it's interesting and important to tell the correct story and be sensitive to those things that can be very triggering and very prevalent today. Of course. I mean, how challenging is it, you know, to discuss you know, such heavy topics through a musical? Yeah, I mean, it's, and I think what is so great about Oliver is that it it really, and what James has done with our Oliver, uh, our production of Oliver, is he hasn't, he hasn't shied away from the depth of how, um, how hard it can be experiencing things like, um, I've got terms for it now, like coercive control or manipulation or domestic abuse in some ways. Um, he hasn't shied away from it at all. But at the same time, we've got enough light and shade that it doesn't overpower it doesn't overpower the musical so it's still very much it's still very much a family show but it's very truthful with its content i'm hoping that it's people experience different levels of this of type of abuse and things like that and i think that um hopefully we've done it tastefully enough that people can feel like we've made a journey or we've made a statement in some way about this you know is my hope but it's so surrounded by light and hope and love that I'm hoping I'm hoping we ask the correct questions that the audience come out still feeling positive and happy yeah absolutely I mean you've played so many interesting roles as you say like Tina like Farmer like um, Nancy yeah. you know do you actively you know look for roles which you know um, have that you know extra dimension to them that's not just you know on the surface yeah I do I do and I think it's important I also try not to um I try to play roles that aren't very always stereotypically for black performers as well. I think that's important to try and get that diversity out there as well. So I think like playing Nancy as a black woman, I've seen Sonia Swaby do it and things like that back in the day. Just again, it's really adds a different layer to it again and things like that. And I think I am always very much attracted to um, strong book musicals. So, you know, the book Oliver how what Lionel Bart's put into our version of Oliver is is brilliant you know there's no there's no fat on it at all it's 
every single line in this production is needed you know for every single character but it feels like they've taken the correct parts of Dickens book and put it in so it's such a I think it's such a beautifully written musical you know it's the same with Tina I think the book was incredibly strong and I think had it not have been I don't think I'd have been as drawn to doing the production but I think Tori Hall how she wrote that with Tina obviously was hand in hand with a sort of um giving her opinions and stuff like that I think so again was very tastefully and beautifully done so yeah obviously Bellasconi was sung through but it's um normally very much the book the book leads whether I'd like to do it or not and the parts uh the parts are getting a lot more interesting for women now for um you know yeah so I, hopefully hopefully that's going to still carry on happening yeah absolutely and I think especially for like you know women you know above a certain age as well you know, yeah think- yeah and actually that's interesting because when we did it in when I did Oliver in the West End I was in my 20s so it's interesting looking at the looking at Nancy and how I come at the part of Nancy as a I can't remember 24 year old to a 40 uh, year old now but it's um that coming at it with the life experience that I've got now has given me a whole different dimension to the character I'm not saying either way is better or worse but it's um it's definitely different and I'm really pleased to have that opportunity to do this as a 40 year old woman you know to play Nancy because yeah. it's even with things like that maternal instinct is, you know, for me personally, is a lot more now than for me it was at 24. And so I've been able to sort of put that into it a bit more and enjoyed that element of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a hard um, switching off from characters, you know, after shows too. Um, do characters yeah. stay with you much? Yeah, so because we're in rehearsals at the moment, I I do, I, I tend to immerse myself quite a lot in the part. And so I have a, I have a Nancy playlist, but sometimes if I'm not feeling Nancy enough, which is sometimes, sometimes a little bit sad, a little bit depressing, but then I've got a de-rolling Nancy playlist as well, which is literally all your salsa music, a bit of Camille Cabello, a bit of Amory. <laughs> so just to, <laughs> just to de-roll a little bit, just because I think it's, um you can sometimes when I did Tina I took it home with me too much and it was um so emotionally draining throughout the show and that it's um I think it's important to leave it behind and so with this just put on some good tunes again like I say Chris Bennett who plays Sykes is one of my best mates so me and him just go and have a laugh somewhere and just just complete I think d-roll get back to being Jenny and then leave it leave it at the door and what is quite nice because it starts so positive for Nancy and like my act one is all about just messing about with the boys and you know um just playing with Fagin's Fagin's den and things like that so it always starts so positive so you never got the you can always it's always ups and downs yeah yeah definitely um what are there still any um dream roles that you'd like to take off you know going forwards we were talking about this yesterday you know I don't know I'm quite enjoying Hades Town at the moment. I'm quite enjoying. I'm very, very, very excited for that to come to town. Um, not with me, but um, for the cast that they're going to have in Hades Town next year. Persephone would be a fun part to play. Maybe not yet, but that would be a fun part to play. And for me, it's new writing. I love new writing. I love being able to create a character and um, putting my own stamp on it. And so I think it's more that that would excite me at the moment. Yeah, I yeah, think, new, I think like, there's a lot of really exciting new writers too, so I can definitely understand really, that. Yeah, there is, and I think they should be championed. And I think that 
you know, I've got such a huge respect for for six and things like that because the fact that they took the same the same team of people, the same team of actors from the beginning through to the West End and stuff, I think is so incredible for new writing in this day and age. That's not an easy thing to do. And it's, you know, the success of that is phenomenal. So I will always be like, if there's new writing, I'll always be like, yep, let's see. Let's see what it is. Let's give it a go. Especially like something like Six that isn't from like something that's already there, like a film that's already been made or a book that's already popular. Which yeah. is why I was like, yes, Berlusconi, come on, we can do this. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's more um, intrigue and there's more surprise as well. You know, the audience don't know what's, you know, coming next. So I think that's yeah. always something more exciting too. Yeah, definitely. And there's so many talented writers out there that have these brilliant ideas that I think it's, um, I think it's important to shine a light on them, definitely. Yeah. Are there any particular, you know, creatives or actors that you still like to work with as well going forwards? Oh my gosh, so many. Like, I'm sure I can't for the life of me think of anybody now you've just said that. But there is, there's so many. I will always watch a show and be like excited. Like, when I got this job, I was very excited to work with Steve, Steve First, who's our Fagin. I'd seen him performing things before and like, namely, I'd seen him in, um, I remember seeing him in Matilda years ago. And he is the most amazing um, physical actor. He, the physicality he brings to his characters are just second to none it's been an absolute masterclass and so oftentimes it's things like that and people like that that when I see a cast list I'm like ah that's so exciting I can't wait to work with that person you know to to learn from them and it's been I'm like a sponge so I love it when I come to a come to a job and just immerse myself in other people's talent and just try and learn from them um and so it's it's more a case of that you know Last year, I was, was lucky to work with Owen Teal, who was um, Christmas Carol at the Old Vic, which, again, just felt absolutely delighted to be able to learn everything from, from him and Berlusconi. I had Sally Ann Triplett, who's been one of my idols for like my whole career, and Emma Hatton. And, you know, it's just, it's constant. It's con- You're constantly surrounded by amazingness and, you know, in Oliver now, we've got such a range of um, ages in our cast as well. Every single person brings something spectacular to a piece. And so every day I'm coming in and just like, oh my God, that energy or your choice is there. It's always something fantastic to learn from with every single person, even the kids as well. I said that like it was even the kids. The kids as well are a delight to learn from. So let about aspiring to work with someone but being excited every time there's somebody new that I can work with somebody I've not worked with before yeah definitely um it's been so great talking to you uh, just as the last question mm-hmm. what's the best part about being Jenny Fitzpatrick <laughs> I tend to get away with a lot I think because <laughs> I'm a bit cheeky <laughs> <laughs> um what's the best part do you know what I will say I've got the best support system mm. I'm very 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 lucky I've got a really amazing family and group of friends that um are the reason I'm able to do what I do and are the reason I've stayed in work I think because you're, you're going to get jobs that are tough you're going to get car, um, companies that are um tough and I think that whenever you've had them experience which I would actually say in 20 years in the industry has rarely happened but having that support system and knowing that you've always got people to rally you on and keep you up I think it's very important I think this industry is tough and I think you know using yourself as a product is can be really hard and you do have to be really thick skinned and 
those times that you're not, those times that you're feeling quite vulnerable and like you don't really have the strength to sort of do it anymore. I've got an amazing group of people behind me that pick me up and keep me held up so that I can carry on. And so I think hands down, that is that they are the best thing about me. <laughs> thank you so much for your time, Jenny. Ah, uh, thank you.